Hello and welcome home. You're listening to the Tribe Abuja podcast. We hope this message inspires and encourages you to know and make known the truth and love of God the Father as expressed through His Son, Jesus. Let's listen to the message. Welcome to the Tribe Abuja. And um, if you're joining us, we are doing a series on the book of Philippians. And we are tracing the theme of joy through the book of um, Philippians. And um, today we are going to be talking about something I'm calling joy and mental wealth. And um, I titled it that particularly because I believe it is possible to prosper mentally. Are you with me? Who agrees with me? That it's possible to prosper mentally. Um, I heard someone say some people are so rich, all they have. Pardon me. Some people are so poor, all they have is money. And God forbid that all that we will have is an economic value. That we are, um, we have our bank accounts are full, but our minds, no peace of mind. I know you are saying, uh, some of you are saying, Jesse, I don't even have um, full bank account yet, but don't worry. It's not over. The, the year is not over. Amen. But um, I really wanted to talk about this because particularly, you know, our generation. So we have kind of, um, should I say, stirred the conversation on mental health. And more than ever, people are talking about um, mental health. You know, people are more open about their mental health um, situations and, and all of that. But I feel like um, certain, quarter, certain um, quarters have started um, not just romanticizing it, but um, taking advantage of it. So we see artists these days literally make albums and um, according to them, they say it's inspired by their depression, you know, even um, their music videos. There's this girl that is big on this now, you know, Billie Eilish, her songs are so catchy. However, you know, I really don't know how someone can listen to that continuously because, my goodness, that is dark. And um, more than ever, um, there's even NF. We not, do, we, do we know NF? Yeah, he's always angry. Um, sometimes I'm just praying for healing for Brother Nathan. Uh, but artists now, mainstream artists have turned this mental health crisis into um, a commercial thing. And I don't know if that's healthy. Now, I, I, I'm not saying some people, you cannot create from, people create from where they are, right? But when it now enters a commercial mainstream thing and you're now feeding other people, I'm not sure particularly how healthy that is mentally and as a Christian. I'm not sure if that is healthy spiritually. But I'm not going to focus on that. Um, what I want to talk of is building what I believe mental wealth is, how we can prosper, how we can prosper in our minds, how we can prosper in our souls, and the relationship with joy. Hallelujah. Um, over the week, I saw um, an interview that was given to Lil Wayne, and um, he was talking about his mental health. And this is supposed to be one of you know, the top 
10 or whatever, whoever is making a list. <laughs> one of the top, it's true now, um, one of the top MCs, right? And hip hop is not traditionally known for um, being expressive in that regard, right? But here's Lil Wayne talking about his mental health challenges. And one of the things he was talking about is how he heals himself or how he maintains a um, positive mental health is, he says his grandmother taught him how to pray. This is Lil Wayne, like candy shop Lil Wayne. But it was very interesting that Lil Wayne was saying he prays and that for him it's because of, um, you know, his grandmother taught him. Now, I'm not going to talk about his um, salvation or not. All I'm saying, I'm just reporting what I heard, you know. But, like, I, uh, and it's very interesting that he said that because we see that in the Bible as well. So, our text today is from Philippians 4. Can we open to Philippians 4? Amen. Our text today is from Philippians 4. Okay, very quickly, let's just stand for the reading of the word and we'll go into the text. Can we just honor God? Thank you very much. Okay, I'm reading from the ESV. Therefore, my brothers, whom I love and I long for, my joy and my crown, stand firm thus in the Lord, my beloved. I entreat Yodia and I entreat Sinski to agree in the Lord. Yes, I also, yes, I ask you also, true companion, Help these women who have labored side by side with me in the gospel, together with Clement and the rest of my fellow workers, whose names are in the book of life. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. This is the word of the Lord. Amen. We may have our seats. Father, I pray that you speak to me and through me in Jesus' name. Amen. So um, I used to date this girl that um, at a point, almost every conversation with her um, felt like a therapy session. I ended up marrying her, but I'm um, like... <laughs> <laughs> Wait here. And um, I cannot blame her because um, it was, it's, it's her, not just her nature. It, it, um, um, she, she has this ability to kind of like, um, I, I guess they call them empaths, right? To kind of like sense what other people are feeling and trying. She's always trying to solve what other people are. Um, going through their problems and, and all of that. But Eva actually studied psychology. She has a master's in psychology and she's a trained counselor. Which chairman? I'm not. Okay, yeah, clap. Sorry, yeah. Okay, but she's a, she's, a, she's a trained counselor and all of that. But we, she started doing something for companies. Um, or she, her, her master's is actually in organizational 
psychology. So she tries to understand companies and organizations and help employers and employees, you know, kind of like achieve their utmost, you know, their best. And it's, it's in the, when I got into like this tech space, um, you see jobs like um, chief heart officers or chief people officers. And it used to weird me out, like, what do you need that for? Is that not HR? Do you understand? What's the difference between all of that and HR? But it's very important that people are not just um, slaving, right? But um, as the conversation of mental health, like I said, has entered the mainstream, that we're able to help people build positive lives. And by God's grace, sorry, I was just advertising Eva's hustle. Uh, um, yes, so mental health. <laughs> yeah. So, but now about anxiety and worry, we can see in uh, Philippians 4 6, he says, Do not be anxious about anything, but pray. And I don't know about you, but is it not sometimes, don't you feel annoying when, well, doesn't it feel annoying when sometimes you go, you meet someone, you're telling them your problem, and it feels like the world is on your shoulders, and they will just tell you, pray. Sometimes, doesn't it feel annoying? Sometimes, doesn't it feel like, I'm a Christian, I pray, like, which one is just pray? But there's more to it. There is more to it. Amen. See what Paul says. He says that then what? He says when you pray, he says, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. There's a version that says will garrison. Let me... The Amplified says, which transcends all understanding, shall garrison and mount guard over your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And anxiety and worry does two things. It affects your thoughts and it affects your emotions. You know, because when you're flooded with anxiety and, and, and worry, it starts to affect how you, not just how you think, but how you feel. And you know, the words that Paul uses here, anxiety here, the Greek word, it actually means that, it means you're being pulled apart. So worry is, because it's not of you, that feeling and that thought, because it's not necessarily of you, it feels like you're being pulled from different angles. So you don't, you're not yourself, so to speak. Then the old English root word for worry, it means to strangle. So your thoughts and your emotions are strangling your being. Then Jesus says we should not worry. He says how many of you can increase the hairs on your head through worry? But, okay, I, I just wanted to say something very quickly and I forgot. Uh, concerning mental health, I see a lot of people self-diagnose. And that's very dangerous. Some of us go around carrying um, tags 
of ADD or ADHD, and you've not even gone to see a specialist. Don't even try that, please, I beg of you. It's not cool. People are suffering. Because it's become a whole thing now. Now, everybody on TikTok is a, is a, is a counselor with their pseudoscience and stuff. Now, back to what I'm saying. Now, and, and worry means to strangle, or it means that you're being pulled apart. And Jesus wants you to be whole. So he's saying, do not worry. Do not be anxious for anything. I remember I said, Paul was writing this from prison. Pardon me, he was writing this from, yes, prison, or he was under house arrest. He was not just under house arrest, he was changed to a Roman soldier. Imagine being chained to a Roman soldier every six hours, and you're writing to an entire church, and you're telling them, do not be anxious for anything. He found a way to, to, to not just heal, but to share, like, there was a, the, the joy that was in him was not from him. And he was able to spread that. Amen, tribe. So how then do we build our mental wealth? Because in, in, in building good mental habits, it's not just that you're stopping things. It's what you are starting something. Are you with me? It's not just, oh, I'll stop hanging out with bad friends. It's not just I'll stop watching things I'm not supposed to watch or listening to music I'm not supposed to listen to or exposing myself to situations I'm not supposed to. It's not just um, um, blocking people on social media or blocking you know, your ex on, on social media. It's beyond just um, separating yourself. You have to now start doing something because Jesus said if you deliver someone from an evil spirit. If the evil spirit comes back and see that that house is empty, he will go and come back with seven more. So it's not just stopping bad habits. It's starting things. And you have to build, that's why I'm calling it mental wealth, because I believe you can prosper mentally. Amen. We are not made to just, um, should I say, is this strive or strife? Thrive, babe. Which one? Thrive. My wife is right. Thrive. We are, made, we, are, we, are, we, are, we are supposed to excel. Are you with me? I believe that so much. So, a lot of us here, and you may have walked into this place filled with so much worry or anxiety over the future, over the future of your, uh, your concern about the future of, of, of your life, in, in, in a sense, like, will I ever settle down? Will I ever get married? Will I ever make it financially? You could be under pressure right now from home. You could be under pressure to provide one or two things. 
whatever reason that is putting you under pressure, God is telling you this morning, be anxious for nothing. Amen. But he's not just saying be anxious for nothing. He says what? By prayer and supplication and thanksgiving, let your requests be made known. Hallelujah. And the God of peace, the peace of God, will garrison and guard your heart and your mind. Which means the peace of God will literally stand guard at, in your heart and your mind. Will guard your thoughts. Will guard your emotions. Are you with me, tribe? Amen. So, you cannot have joy and worry at the same time. And you know, worrying is a form of worship. Of course, it's not worshiping God because worship is giving attention to what's in front of you or, 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 or that which you're beholding. And you're not just giving it attention. You are meditating on it. You are giving it time. You are giving it resources. So you cannot worry and worship our Father at the same time. Glory to God. Amen. So we're going to see something. One of the things we must understand, like I said, it may sound annoying when we are told to pray first, but there is a reason because prayer first makes us see God. Hallelujah. And that's why I wanted us to sing that song one more time, the Mighty One song. Because any time, tribe, listen to this, you think less of yourself, it is time to start seeing more of God. Amen. So prayer, your prayer should start with adoration. Because we don't serve a small God. So we are not small children of God. Amen. So when we pray and we are starting with adoration and we see him and we say he's mighty and we see him for how he truly is, beautiful, grand, magnificent, we start to see ourselves in his eyes. Hallelujah. That's why he says, do not be anxious for anything because anxiety and worry will only focus on you and the problem. So he's saying, take your eyes off the problem. Take your eyes off yourself and look at me. Amen. Look at me. Because I am big enough. That's why the Psalms are filled with how grand our God is. The Psalms are literally... And if, if you want to start there, if you don't know how to adore God, start reading the Psalms. Start seeing how big he is. How beautiful he is. Amen. Our God is not... He's not like Thor. That they can seize his power. Or he's not like even Thor's father that will just go into a thousand years sleep. Are you with me? He's not like Zeus that if he's lost in after somebody, he will come and change form today and, and, and take someone's wife. No, God is big. Amen. He created the stars and he knows them by name. 
Glory to God. Anytime you start to see yourself as small, start to see God as big. Because when you see him, you start to see how he sees you. Glory to God. Amen. So prayer starts with adoration. Where you give him praise, you give him glory, you see him for who he truly is. Hallelujah. And that's the right way to pray. Amen. Then says we should make our request known. We should earnestly share our needs and our problems. Oftentimes we feel like you pray like God cannot afford <laughs> to, to rescue you. You pray like God cannot afford to rescue you, like, like, like God is broke. Like, no, okay, God just bought a car for this guy, so maybe let me ask next year. Through prayer and supplication, make your request known. The Amplified One says, make your definite request known. And the truth is, oftentimes, we just go to pray and we don't even tell God what we need. We just, um, our Father, thank you. I've woken up today. Thank you. Let, let Lord bless us today. Bless us today, really. Be definite. Don't be afraid to ask. He's your Father. Don't be afraid to ask, share your needs and your problems and pour out your heart to him. Amen. 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 Then prayer of thanksgiving. In the first episode, I talked about how thanksgiving is not just saying thank you. Thanksgiving is us literally acknowledging God that God is God. That he exists and that you are not in charge of your life. You're saying that God is in control. And you're saying, thank you, Father. Thank you for what you've done. Amen. Amen. So we approach our prayer with thanksgiving, adoration, supplication, and thanksgiving. Amen. Are you grateful? How often, do you, do you know, um, one of the signs of the end times, um, who was saying it, um, is it John? That says people will be thankless. And growing up, I used to wonder, how, how will that be a sign of the end times? Do you understand? Like, so because I don't say thank you. But the reason... It's a sign of the end time. It's more and more people want to live godless lives. So they don't want to ascribe what's going on in their lives to God. So thanksgiving is beyond just the words that are leaving your mouth. It is you saying, God, I see what you're doing. And I recognize that you are in control. And I'm ascribing praise and glory to you. And I'm grateful for what you're doing. Hallelujah. Amen. What's the other thing that we see when it comes to 
joy, and mental wealth. So in preparing, in building your mental wealth, prayer, it starts with prayer. Start seeing God for who he is. Start seeing him as father. Start seeing him as inexhaustible, that one he cannot finish. He is not tired of you. He is longing to always fellowship with you. Hallelujah. Then Philippians 4.8. This is where we now start seeing how um, we need to start thinking right. So you start praying right, then you start thinking right. Amen. So there are some things that he says we need to focus on because I said worry and anxiety, amen, is not just separating yourself from um, you know, a toxic situation, a toxic relationship, or a toxic environment, or a toxic workplace. But you need to now start giving your attention to what will feed your heart and your mind that will make it blossom. Amen? So, he says, this is what you should do. Let's open to Philippians 4.8. He says... Whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever, whatever is, what am I saying? Whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Glory to God. Whatever is true, let's start there. The father of lies. That's all he deals with. So he will come, he will sow, just, he doesn't need to sow, um, do much. He will just, did God really say? Do you understand? Did God really say he will work out every good thing for you? Did God really say he's going to heal you? Did God really say he will provide? And then you start to doubt. Then you start to see yourself less. Then you start to focus more on the lie of the enemy. And it comes very subtle. Very subtle. And we now give our ears to these things. And it starts to fester. And it now starts bear germany, uh, uh, um, taking root. And it will bear fruit. Before you know it. You're being ruled by lies. But he says what? Whatever is true. So, what is, what is the thing that Jesus, when he was leaving his disciples, said? He says, I'm sending you another helper. Amen. Who will what? Lead and guide you into what? All truth. Because he knew that once he leaves, he cannot leave us helpless that the enemy will try and do everything to subvert the, um, 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 the work of God here on earth and in the lives of the children of God. So he says, whatever is true, Paul is saying, whatever is true, focus on these things. Hallelujah. Amen. So we must spend time in the word of God. We must spend time seeing God as he is. 
seeing, seeing God as he is in his word. You must spend time in the word, seeing what he says concerning us. And that no one, not even your pastor, if he says anything other than what God says, should be listened to. Are you with me? Anyone that doesn't say anything about you, that doesn't line up with the truth of God, should not be listened to. Are you with me? So he says, whatever is true, that's how you start building your mental health, your mental wealth. Build build a, 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 a wealth of truth. Gather, gather promises over your lives. Because, and, and see, there are days eh, I'm asking myself, is this all worth it? Is this all? And I just go to my journal and I see prophecies from years and years before prophecies that have come to pass. And I'm now saying, okay, because he has done it before, I know he's going to do it again. And that encourages me because I am focusing on whatever is true. Hallelujah. Amen. So more than anything, you need to stay in the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit will guide you into all truth. Stop paying attention to everybody. Glory to God. Then he now says what? <clears throat> Whatever is honorable. Whatever is honorable. What is honor? What's honor? Something that is respectable, right? So he says, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, focus on these things. Hallelujah. Already? Okay. Whatever is true, focus on that. Whatever is honorable and just, focus on that. Whatever is pure and lovely and of good report. Hallelujah. To be honest, we spent, some of us spend a lot of time listening to, I'm not judging you, I'm not judging you, but maybe I am, but I don't know how you can be following Instablog. Maybe I am, because I don't know about, you guys have strong mind more than me. Because almost everything, now I'm not bashing, at, anyway, am I? Maybe. You have to protect your heart. Amen. Because if all you focus on is who they caught today, who um, was happening in this celebrity's life, um, ah, you don't hear, they don't catch this person. Like, if that's all you do, and some of you fight on Instablog comments. Okay, I don't believe anybody in the tribe Abuja does. Guys, First date questions, do you follow Instablog? Follow-up question, do you comment on Insta if you do? No, but seriously, how can you expose yourself to so much toxicity every waking hour? It's too much. Now, when I say Instablog, that's just the brand that is coming to my head. I'm just saying basically. Now, because on social media, you need to, how, how, you can't continue feeding your mind with these things. 
And you say you have anxiety and depression. Yes, you've carried someone's own. Whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is holy, think on these things. But your fighting fighter is not your own. Honestly, some of you need to, for the sake of your, you need to stop following some of your friends. Like you can love them, but their content doesn't help you. Because, see, you become what you think. So that's why he's saying, Paul, think on this. That's why Paul is saying, think of this, think on these things. Think on what is true. Think on what is honorable. Think on what is just. Think on what is pure. Think on what is lovely. What is beautiful. Try as much as possible to filter what comes into your life. You you must not watch every show. You must not watch every, you must not listen to every song. You must not hang out everywhere. If these things keep on feeding your anxiety and worry, then it shouldn't be in your life. And that's why there's no joy. Because you're fighting in comment section. Hallelujah. You need to learn how to pray right. And I said in praying right, you do what? You adore God. You tell him your needs. And you pray a prayer of thanksgiving. Hallelujah. Then you need to what? Think right. Hallelujah. He says what? Focus on these things. Whatever is true. Whatever is pure. Whatever is honorable. Whatever is just. Hallelujah. You see, after this service, literally, just go through your list and filter. There are some things, there are some contacts that don't need to be on your phone. Like, delete them. Love them from afar. But you want to worship God properly. You need to protect your heart and your mind because Jesus is not asking us to, he's saying we should love with every part of our beings. Hallelujah. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind. We forget that mind part. God made your mind and he wants it. Glory to God. So you need to start focusing on what will help you. Are you with me, Trey? know many of us here I'm not like I said I'm not because I'm not a mental health specialist there are organizations that are helping with that they are doing amazing jobs Um, they are um, more and more um, they are counselors hallelujah that are doing incredible work but 
there is a relationship between your spirituality and I believe your mental wealth and your mental health. And it starts by what I just shared with you. Honestly, the more we see God, the more we see how he has revealed himself, the more he will reveal how he sees us. And that in turn will make us live better lives, live full lives. Hallelujah. Amen. See, my prayer is that every one of us, like, like I said, we are not just thriving, that your mental health is not just coasting, but that you are prospering. The third letter of John, chapter 1, verse 2, says, I wish above all things, as you prosper, that your soul prospers. So we should not just be growing in our careers, in our finances, amen, in looking good and, you know, all the other things that people can see, but that's behind our eyes that people cannot see, where, where people cannot see, but only God can see, that we are struggling. So start building mental wealth it's not going to magically appear because if you live here you live here you enjoy worship you enjoy prayer and you enjoy sermon and you now go back into the world and you're still doing the same thing fighting in, in, uh, in the comment section and you are exposing yourself to things you shouldn't be exposed um, exposing yourself to you'll be depleting your mind hallelujah so I want us to be strong people mentally glory to God as we are aiming to grow in joy as we are aiming to grow in, in the love of God in spirituality in the power of God in authority but that we are growing mental wealth hallelujah and this is what Paul says when we pray he says the peace of God will God, will garrison your heart and your mind. And that's my prayer for you. Amen. Can you just pray in the Spirit for one minute? Just pray in the Spirit for a minute. You know where you need the peace of God. It says the peace of God that surpasses, that transcends all understanding will guard your heart and your mind. The peace of God
Father, I pray for these ones. Lord, let your spirit reign in their lives in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray for people that are in toxic relationships. I pray that you end it right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Set them free in Jesus' name. You have not called us to slavery. You've not called us to fear. But Father, if anyone in this place is in a toxic environment, a toxic relationship, I pray that you set them free in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I pray for anyone that is being tormented by the spirit of fear and death. I pray that you release them right now in the mighty name of Jesus. There's someone here and they may have told you that your family members don't grow beyond a certain age. That is the lie of the enemy because you are a child of God and you will live to see your children's children. There's someone here that has believed the lie of the enemy that for you to get married I don't know what it is but they are asking you to do a particular thing that you know is not of God if you're looking for a sign this is a sign that you will be acting in disobedience of God's will if you go ahead and that has put you under pressure and torment but be set free right now in the mighty name of Jesus there's someone here who had who has experienced great loss and you feel there's fear of the future I, want, I don't want you to listen to the lie of the enemy. Our future is in the hands of God. And he says, Behold, I will do a new thing. Glory to God. Can't you see it? Thank you, Father, for in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you for setting us free. It's for freedom that you've set us free. Our Father, we are grateful. We pray that as we enter this week, as we enter the month of September, that we still go in with joy. Hallelujah. That we abide ourselves in you. That we abide in you. So that our joy will be complete. Glory to God. Father, we pray that we stay in you. That we are rooted and grounded in you. To will bear fruit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 
Amen. And I pray for everybody in this building. I pray, Father, that you bless the works of their hands. Let it bring fruit in Jesus' name. Our Lord, show us for the next four months. Let this be our most fruitful season yet in Jesus' name. Our Father, let us bring harvest of testimonies. Let us bring baskets of testimonies in the mighty name of Jesus. Every weekend as we gather, we will bring reports of great things done. Great things that you are doing in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you, Father. If anybody is ill in this room, Father, we ask for total and complete healing. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you were blessed by the message. To listen to more, consider subscribing, sharing, and rating the podcast. We love you.